We're talking about this topic of zeal this month. And you heard me say last week, it's kind of like enthusiasm. Enthusiasm comes from the Latin root entheos, which means filled with God. But there's a quote on the front of your program that's a Charles Fillmore quote. And I'm going to read it to you. It says, I fairly sizzle with zeal and enthusiasm and spring forth with a mighty faith to do the things that are mine are to be done by me today. So Fillmore clearly differentiates between zeal and enthusiasm, doesn't he? Because you wouldn't say, I fairly sizzle with zeal and zeal. So he's, he's clarifying this. So I spent a little time looking at how the word zeal and the word enthusiasm differ. And it seems to be that the, the primary difference is the word zeal means to do something passionately with a serious commitment for a long time. So I might, I might be very passionate today about something, but if I was a zealot or was zealous about this, it would be the one thing I do all the time. It would be the thing that I am consciously and completely committed to. It would be something that runs my life to some degree that I use as a benchmark for how I move forward. What am I truly zealous about? So there are other words that you might use. For example, you might say, I have a passion for something. You might say, I am fiercely committed to this. Or there's another word you might use for someone who's zealous. You might call them a fanatic. <laughs> oh, sometimes the person is a fanatic. They, they have not, there's no balance in what they're committed to. That one thing drives their life all the time. And no matter what, they can't get away from it. So we're talking about zeal as an attribute for life, an attribute that is a tool in your toolbox that you can go to regularly to make decisions about what you want to do, something you can call on when you're not sure whether it's a yes or a no, whether, when you're not sure exactly what it is that's ahead of you powerful tool if you have an idea what it is you have zeal for. And probably you do. You just wouldn't call it that. You probably have some rules for your life that you live by. Maybe one of your rules is, I have to have eight hours of sleep. I'm zealous about having to have eight hours of sleep. Maybe one of your rules is, I have to go hiking every day. That's an important part of my life. Maybe one of the things that you would say you're zealous about would have to do with caring for others, that you are completely committed. Most ministers would say they're zealous about God, that this is the one thing that they do is God. But an interesting thing happens for ministers because in ministry, it's God that brings you here, and then your focus goes to the people. Because that feels like what you're supposed to do. You kind of get off the track a little bit, unless you really watch yourself. And the same thing happens with all of us. That thing we're zealous about, that thing we're really caring about, sometimes ends up steering us in a direction away 
in order to do what we think we should do when we've decided that being that is not enough. Because we're a world of doers, aren't we? I was in Indianapolis with Mark this week. He was receiving an award. Yay, Mark. And I had the privilege of being there to support him. And while we were there, it's two hours later. You know, the time in Indianapolis is is Eastern time. It's two hours later, which I found much more difficult than when I fly to the other side of the planet and it's 12 hours. That two hours just messed with me. I had to get up too early, and before I knew it, the day was over. And I felt like all I did was rush through the whole day, every single day. In fact, the last day we were there, I told Mark, quote, unquote, it feels like everything here is hurry, 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 die. (laughs) And he said, oh, don't say that. (laughs) That's a terrible way to look look at things. But have you ever felt like that? Like the world we live in is hurry, 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 die. How fast can we go? Because we have to do something more. We're not doing enough. Because we have this idea that there should be something that we are passionate about that is this big. And our whole life should culminate in that. If we're doing it right. Right? No? I know a lot of people who live their life that way. Like there's some big thing, and if I don't do this first and I die, I will have missed the boat. If I don't accomplish this or enough of this, then my life is not fulfilled. Then I have, I have missed the boat. I will have failed in my life because I didn't do that big accomplishment But we very rarely find zeal. We very rarely find our passion, our motivation in that big thing. That is very rarely what drives us. What drives us is what we find in the stillness. What drives us is what we find when we let all of the doing fall away. And we look for the stillness and what emerges from that. When we require a place in our lives to allow what is holy and divine to come up through us and into us, then we know what really matters, don't we? I read something recently that said, stop worrying about what your purpose in life is and do something meaningful every day. Just do something meaningful today. If you do something meaningful today, when you go to sleep tonight, check in on it. If you do something meaningful today and you happen to die in your sleep, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Do something meaningful today. Stop worrying about this big picture because we cannot do anything about what has already happened and we're not in the future yet. We're only right here. So what is meaningful to you? Is it meaningful while you're here this Sunday morning to look in the eyes of the person you normally hug in passing on your way to coffee? Is it meaningful to look at each other, to recognize that we all came here to share sacred space together? We all came here to co-create, collaboratively make a space 
for the holy to be present. Wow, that's pretty meaningful, don't you think? So if you die tonight, you're all fine. (laughs) This is powerful. Is it meaningful when you're at the grocery store? Is it meaningful to tip your head a little bit and wave, say hello, greet the person who's scanning without ever looking up? Hi, how are you? Thank you for doing that for me. Is it meaningful? Could be more meaningful than you can even imagine. How invisible would you feel if you had that job? Very. How meaningful is it? We have a little boy in here today who's joining us for the first time. He's down there behind Mark. How meaningful is it that we welcome children into this place? Right? How meaningful is it? Not just for, for them, but for us, because what happens in meditation when we're still and we hear the voice of a child is pure magic, right? It reminds us of who we are, where we came from, that there is a future, that what we're doing right now is affecting someone that we, we can't even imagine who they'll become. It matters that we make room for children. It matters that we have a moment to appreciate who we are, a moment of checking in on ourselves, of just being grateful for our lives. If we live each day with, with a sense of meaning, that big purpose thing will happen. Because if we're still enough to put meaning into our, into our life, to slow down and put meaning into what we're doing each day, Everything that we do will be divinely guided. All of those meaningful steps, those little things that make the world better, they're the big thing that makes the world better. And isn't that what we're trying to do? Really? Isn't that what we're trying to do with all of the big work we want to make happen? All of our desire to cure the environment and cure the religious disparity and cure the marginalization, all of that, wouldn't that begin to disappear if we did something meaningful every day? The difference is when we do those great big things, our name usually goes on them. And that feels good. When we do those small things, our name goes right here on the heart of God. Other people may or may not see it, but in the heart of God, it's amazingly powerful. Amazingly, amazingly powerful. When we were in Indianapolis, I heard a quote, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's an African proverb that said that um, some people build the bridge, and years later, other people cross it and have no idea who built it. Isn't that true for us? that we are, to some degree, building a bridge that other people will walk across. And they don't have to know it was us that built it. We get the satisfaction of knowing that we built a solid bridge. And on the other end, aren't we walking on a bridge that our ancestors built for us? We don't know exactly how they did it, but they did it in small steps, in meaningful moments. 
And that's what I offer you about the topic of zeal. That zeal is about living consistently with meaningful moments. It's not about finding that great big thing. It's about being present to the sacred within and letting that sacred within you guide every step of your life. Move you towards everything you do so that like our ancestors used today, today could be a, could, used to say, today could be a good day to die. If today is the day and my life has been meaningful, then it's a good day. I have some quotes for you. Winston Churchill said, a fanatic is one who can't change his mind and won't change his subject. J.C. Ryle said, a zealous man in religion is preeminently a man of one thing. It is not enough to say that he is earnest, hearty, uncompromising, thoroughgoing, wholehearted, or fervent in spirit. He sees one thing, he cares for one thing, he lives for one thing, he is swallowed up by one thing, and that one thing is God. In A Course in Miracles, they say, spirit is in a state of grace forever. Your reality is only spirit. Therefore, you are in a state of grace forever. Israel Eivor, I don't think I, I think I just butchered that, says one person with a divine purpose, passion, and power is better than 99 people who are merely interested Passion is stronger than interest. And finally, as I started with, Charles Fillmore, our co-founder, said this when he was 93 years old. I fairly sizzle with zeal and enthusiasm and spring forth with a mighty faith to do the things that ought to be done by me.